Welcome to the Next Level Business Podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to take their business and wealth to the next level. All right, guys, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, Next Level Business Podcast. I uh, can't even remember what episode we're on. We've been shooting so many, but uh, excited today. I'm here with Shane and I got Mr. Murad Fiki, top selling agent, luxury real estate in Houston. Welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? Thanks, man. How, how's it going? Glad to have you, bud. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, the reason why I invited Murad onto the show um, our wives actually met at uh, uh, Elena Cardone's event, and so we've been uh, connected uh, online. And uh, Murad does a great job uh, at social media, and most people struggle with that and they don't leverage it. So I want to bring uh, Murad on the show, talk about how he's used it to elevate his business, his presence, uh, attract the right customers, uh, and uh, you know grow his business just leveraging social media. So, uh, Murad, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started and about your background, what you do now? Oh, yeah. I started in real estate about eight years ago. Uh, Upon my discharge from the U.S. Navy uh, back in 2013. And then, I, you know, it was it was a great opportunity that I could pursue my dream of of becoming a real estate mogul here in Houston, Texas. And so. it's been great. It's been a great ride. You know, I honestly, I feel like I've just gotten started. Um, you know, even though I've risen to being probably the top, top half of a percent of the agents, there's probably over 45,000 agents here in Houston and being in the top 250. Um, I still feel I got a long way to go. I mean, I feel like I just got started. So, uh, I don't even feel that I've even scraped the surface yet, but it's been, it's been a blast just really having a blast doing it. What made you go into real estate? Oh, I've always loved real estate. Real estate is, is probably not top nine out of 10 biggest ways to create wealth. I mean, you know, even though all of the uh, technology and, you know, the tech savvy companies and, you know, things change fast as far as now you order food, you know, you get it delivered to you via DoorDash or Uber Eats, or you just use your phone to get a ride or Netflix, or, or there's so many things that have changed, but there will always be the need for real estate. You know, people need a place to live. People need a place to relax. People need a you know nice resort that they can go spend a vacation on. You know, people need that, uh, the the real estate investment of commercial real estate or or cash flow you know multifamily investment investing so there will always be a need for real estate it might shift in that like you have a company with like Airbnb they just launched their IPO mm-hmm. and within a day that company's more valuable than you know Hilton Marriott and I, there was like some other big brand that have been around for years. So the the paradigm can shift, you know, right now there's a platform revolution where everything's on a platform, but the inherent value of real estate will always be there. And and that being said, you know, I, I love real estate as an investment opportunity because, you know, 
look at the stock market. When COVID hit, it, the stock market got cut in half instantaneously, overnight. I mean, it went from, I, I forget what exact number it was, but it really literally got cut in half overnight. You know, the, the fact with, you know, you're not going to have a $200,000 house <laughs> go from $200,000 to $100,000 overnight, unless there's a fire or a hurricane or a flood. I mean, there has to be a catastrophic event that literally wipes out the house for it to lose that much value overnight. You know, it'll fluctuate here and there, but it's not going to get cut in half unless there's a catastrophic event. And for that, you have insurance. So real estate is just a great way to diversify your investments. I'm not the guy to tell you don't buy stocks. Like, like say Grant Cardone might say that. I don't believe that. I, I have stocks and I, I do believe in the intrinsic value of companies. And I think over time, the stock market, you know, can be a good investment, but you should diversify. You should have real estate investments and stocks. So, um, you know, I've always loved real estate. That's why I got into real estate. Gotcha. Yeah, that's great. A lot of people come in. And especially with Grant, he's like, you know, if you can't see it, you know, and there's some truth to that. But obviously, like you said, you know, diversification is always good. And I'm glad you have that that perspective. Me and Shane also, you know, we, we have the same, you know, it's like business, real estate, stocks. Bonds. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, we really believe in all three. And so, you know, you're, you're testing to the real estate side. And, and honestly, real estate's created more millionaires than any other asset class that there, there is. So exactly. you're right on about that. Tell me how you got to the uh, you gravitated towards the the uh, luxury real estate side. Oh man, there's just something fascinating and sexy about you know million dollar plus homes. You know, I I love it. You know, I love the the feel and just the you know the architecture or the different styles. You know, there's something special about custom luxury homes where every home is its own. You know, and you're not going to find two identical custom luxury homes. You might see the same style, like the modern, the contemporary, you know, different different tri- type of styles that kind of catch a trend, but each home is unique in its own way. And I just love that. So how long did it take you to get to that level? You know, because when you start out selling real estate, I've got a license too. I've had it forever, but I just do it, you know, on the side. I've never done it full time. How long did it take you once you got into that to say, okay, I want to go to the luxury high end market? I started immediately because that's what I went after. The, the The other great thing about real estate is there's so many different classes, asset classes. There's commercial leasing, residential leasing. There's the high-end luxury. There's, uh, you know, representing tenants who are going into commercial properties. There's multifamily. There's skyscrapers. I mean, there's so many different asset classes. So, you know, when I came in it, that was really what I went after, you know, whereas someone else might just want to, I have friends who are commercial brokers, all they do is commercial uh, deals, you know, but that's what they enjoy doing. So for me, it was high end luxury homes. And that was just what turned me on. And I just went after that from the beginning. Yeah. So every day you wake up, you're competing with 45,000 people. Now, most people I speak to, they're like, oh, the competition and blah, 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 blah. They're complaining every day. Now, you're in one of the most competitive industries. So Yeah. yeah. I, I don't believe I'm competing against 45,000 agents because honestly, uh, 95% of them aren't doing any business. I think HAR put out a study, the Houston Association of Realtors and of the members of HER, there's 45,000 members or close to 45,000, you know, 
I think it's 44,000 and change. 95% of them did either zero or one transaction last year. Mm, interesting. So, you know, the majority of agents just have a license. They do a deal here and there. Or, you know, they just got their license. They do it part time. They think that, well, I'll, you know, if somebody needs to buy or sell, I'll help them. But the truth is, if you don't do this at a very high level, how can you get good at it? If you don't do this full time, how can you get good at anything if you're doing it here and there? You know, anything that you do here and there, you're never going to be good at. So um, I don't I don't feel I'm competing against 45,000 agents. I'm probably competing against the top 200. Yeah. And that's who I'm going after. Gotcha. So what are some of the things that you do to like stand out from them? Well, the mainly is I use social media at a very high level. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the majority don't really use harness the power of social media. Social media is just it's and, and then there's so many different avenues. You have Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. So every platform has its own demographic its own audience you know i have people who are on linkedin but they're not on facebook and vice versa you know some people are on facebook they're not on linkedin you know or or some people are on twitter but they're not on facebook so every platform has its own audience and i can reach people on a massive scale if used correctly and that's the thing that you know that's why i've taken social media advertising and social media uh I put a laser focus on it to where I can use it at a very high level. And that to me is just a a method of leverage that can put me ahead of everyone else. um, If, if, and because I use it at a very high level. Nice. Yeah. I see you go live, you know, all the time on Facebook and stuff. Can you, so outside of going live, what are, what are some like tips that you would have for people or even, you know, real estate agents or people in other business that are, starting off uh, or, you know, in business that want to start using and leverage. I feel people, most people like they have a Facebook page and then they post, you know, here and there, like what are some yeah. tactics that, that you do to kind of really take it to the next level? Well, yeah, I could, I could have a whole session on that, but I will say this. Um, consistency is, is key consistency. And then secondly, authenticity, you know, be yourself. I mean, whatever it is that you like to do, if you like to go fishing, if you like uh, skydiving, scuba diving, everybody has something that they like. You know, if you show your authenticity and what you like and and who you are, you're going to instantly connect with people. The power of social media is that it condenses the timeline. You know, if if I'm trying to build a relationship with somebody, it might take years to, to build a relationship to where we get to know each other and we consider that we're friends. You know, on social media, because I'm posting pictures of my family, I'm going live, I'm talking about this restaurant that I really love around the corner. You know, I'm talking about, you know, the Houston Astros. I'm a big fan. People get to know me quickly. It really condenses the timeline. What might take years uh, condenses it into months, you know, maybe 90 days. Somebody feels like they know me and I and I know I've experienced it. Maybe y'all have. You know, I've met somebody that I've never met in person, but we're Facebook friends. They're like, oh, my gosh, Murad, how's it going? They feel like they know me. Yeah. Because that's the power of social media. So, you know, when people don't use it, they post here and there intermittently or they purchase these services that just automatically post for them. 
uh, although that's kind of, you know, oh, I want to leverage this out, you have to be authentic. You know, you have guys like Grant Cardone uh, and Tony Robbins. They still post on their accounts. You know, yes, they have teams who post for them. I know they do, but they didn't start like that. They were posting their own stuff, and Grant still does his own videos. He's responsible for his content. So, you know, you watch Grant Cardone's page, you start feeling like you know him, and then you go to a live event, and he's the same guy. You know, he's brash. He says this. He says that. Sometimes a little curse word comes out, whatever. But um, you feel like you know him, and, and that's the point I'm making. You know, if you're not consistent and you're not authentic, the other issue I see with new agents is they don't want to do videos. They don't want to go live because they say, well, you know, I sound choppy. I don't sound, you know, I don't sound real or, you know, I'm going to practice. I'm going to wait till it gets better. I'm going to wait till it gets perfect, but it will never be perfect. Nothing is perfect. Waiting till it gets perfect is a huge mistake because it will never be perfect. And you got to get the reps in. You know, you got to get the reps in. You got to come across. You got to, you know, get used to it. And, and you know, waiting till it's perfect is just a lie. Perfection is a lie. So, you know, that that's the biggest mistake I see. And then the other thing is just posting photos of houses. No one cares. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to get someone who, oh, wow, okay. That, that's a house around the corner for me. How much is it selling for? People want to know what is their house worth. Everybody wants to know that. But if that's all you're posting, like, who are you? You know, like, who are you as a person? You know, use social media to get people to know you. Do you, do you get some haters with all the social media that you do? Oh, there's always haters. You know, there's always haters that are going to knock something. But you know what? It doesn't bother me because if somebody's going to take the time to knock me or knock my hustle or knock what I'm doing, um, it tells me, you know, they're just somebody who's sad inside, you know. Or, or they're obviously not busy enough if they have time to do that. So, you know, I've, I've heard that if you don't get any haters, you're not doing anything. So I, I think as, as I increase and as I build a following, there's going to be people who are haters. And I'm okay with that. Long, long, as, uh, long as the commas continue <laughs> to build. <laughs> you know, we always talk about zeros to the bank account, right? We always talk about mindset and obviously you got a good one. You know, you talking about uh, you got to get the reps in. And and I, and I saw a quote. Uh, I was watching one of your videos and I heard one of your quotes and it was my business only grows to the extent that I grow. Oh, yeah. And I love that. That, that. That's, you know, it's all about mindset. Right. So expand on that a little bit. Yeah. Well, every business is limited by the psychology of the leader. You know, and, and so, you know, until you can expand your mind and, and, and get a bigger level of thought, that's where you're going to plateau. And we've all experienced this. I've experienced this. So, you know, I know that my business has gotten me to this point based on my ideas and what I've done thus far. So if I want to grow further. I got to get some new ideas and new new thoughts and a higher level of thinking. And that's why, you know, like I, I was doing uh, Tony Robbins Day with Destiny last week and it was amazing. And, you know, I know that I got to get new ideas in. So I'm always seeking growth, seeking growth. And, you know, I go to all the Grant Cardone events, Tony Robbins. I love all that stuff because I'm seeking, always seeking growth. You know, if, if you're not growing, you're dying. And so, you know, there's there's no there's no middle of the road. Either you're growing and expanding or you're contracting. 
And so, uh, you know, I'm always looking for expansion. Do you, do you have something that you do daily? Yeah, de- definitely. I work out every day. Uh, so I'll start my day with my workout. I get my blood flowing and, and, and just spend time to take care of myself. You know, I got to take care of myself before I can take care of anyone else. And since June, I've lost 35 pounds. Nice, so, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I, you know, it just just and, and what people don't realize, you make just minor tweaks, minor <clears throat> commitments to yourself and you'll get huge compounding results over time as long as you stick with it. I think where everybody's biggest problems I've been guilty, too, is quitting, you know, three feet before gold. You just quit before you strike. You know, because you're not seeing we all want immediate results. 100%. But the thing is, you can get results in 90 days and about anything you do. You can get results in 90 days. You commit to something. You work out for 90 days. See what happens. Change what you eat for 90 days. See what happens. You know, but people want immediate results. They they stop, you know, after a week or two because, oh, I, don't, I didn't see any results. But the thing is, there's a lot of results. You start working out every day and within that first week, your body is changing. But it's changing at a subliminal level. You can't really see it, you know. But after 90 days, then you start seeing when you're shredding the weight. I lost six inches on my waist, you know, like I'm starting to see more definition. But it took it took a little bit of time. But a week or two, I started feeling better. You know, I started having more energy. So I think just too many people quit too early. And so, um, yeah, I got to take care of myself before I take care of anyone else. That's number one. And and that way I have my energy, my vitality. You know, without energy, my business is not going to grow and I can't take it to the next level. So I need energy. I need a lot of energy. I need to be energized. And then, um, you know, after that, I get to work and then I take time. I take time in between the day to stop and read something that can feed my mind or, or watch something that, you know, is inspiring to me. And I think that's very important. We all need to be inspired. We should inspire others. But first, we need to be inspired. 100 percent. Totally agree with that. Yeah. Murad, how, how big is your team right now? Oh, uh, right now, my my wife and I are running the team and then we have um uh, we have a VA and we have a transaction coordinator Thank and we, we've been looking to hire, but we're being very selective. We want to make sure the thing is we have high expectations that we put on ourselves. Right. And so, you know, we are looking for high level producers, you know, right. we're not looking for, you know, to have an extraordinary team, we need extraordinary people. And so um, we've been very cautious and just, you know, looking at different people, but yeah, we're, we're growing right now. We're in a, in a growth mode. Right now, we're having the best year of our career right now. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. I was just telling Jazz, too, like my wife, that like we already passed last year's net profit, you know. So, like, uh, even though it's pandemic, like, hey, we can still, it's all about the mindset. You know, anyone could have just folded yeah. up shop. And a lot of people did. But, you know, I stuck through it and, and stuck with it. Um, so, the VA you have, it's, it's overseas. Obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, can you talk a little bit more about that? I know a lot of people don't use that, you know, and leverage, you know, their, their time, uh, with that. Are you I mean, you know, I've learned and I regret, you know, if I could do one thing different, I would have hired an assistant and a transaction coordinator way sooner than I did. Um, because, you know, it's like Gary Keller says, if you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant, you know, and if I'm spending my time on administrative tasks, I'm working in the business, not on the business. You know, I can't, look at growth and bringing new business in the door. If I'm doing all the administrative stuff, you know, and, and that's been a big, 
growth learning for me because I'm the guy who I want everything done perfectly, you know, and then who's going to do it better than me. Right. But I got to let go. And I've learned that, you know, even if somebody can do it 80% as good as me, that's good enough. If I, if my time can be better spent elsewhere. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of people are missing out on that. Yeah. We, we have two virtual assistants. We're trying to get Shane one as well. But uh, yeah, leveraging the, the time overseas, it's not as bad as people. People always are scared, like, oh, they're going to take my information and run away. But <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. actually, this VA has been with me, like, I think going on four years now. Yeah. I hired her even before the transaction coordinator, and she's been fantastic. I mean, she's stuck with me for a long time. Yeah. And I take great care of her, and she, she adds a tremendous amount of value. Can you share, like, just some of the stuff that she does for you? Uh, data entry, updating the, the database, uh, you know, requesting sign and lockbox delivery, photography. So like scheduling all of this stuff, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. When we have a, a new listing that we're going to put on the market, there's like a 20 step process that we have to go through. Perfect. Yeah. But people just see the listing like, wow, you know, oh, it just magically appeared online. There's a lot that went on behind the scenes to get it ready. So help with all of that. That's that's really a uh, huge help. And then on the back end, too, when something's going to close. Right. Right. Yeah, I like that. Expanding. Um, as far as your personal investments, like are you heavily invested in apartments, single family, commercial. What, what are you looking at? Personally? Yeah, we started uh, this year. We're starting to, to do some development. So we're building five new construction homes in West Columbia, Texas. It's a it's a beautiful community about half an hour south of Pearland. So it's just outside of Houston retirement community, but you're still, you know, within 45 minutes of downtown. If, if you want to come into the city, it's on a golf course. So we're doing that. Uh, I've done a few fix and flips in the past. And honestly, the new construction is way better to me than fix and flip as far as long-term development, mm. because with fix and flips, you never know what you're going to find. You close on it and then it's infested with termites or I mean, there's just a million and one things that can go wrong. Um, so we're doing that. As far as long-term wealth creation, I'm big into multifamily, uh, you know, investing in multifamily and just having that residual passive income uh, is fantastic. You know, me on the brokerage side, that I have to earn that every single day. You know, I'm hard to, to make those sales happen. And I enjoy doing that. But it's it's very wise to put the the gains there into multifamily investments where now we have passive income. You know, whether or not I get out of bed, that income is coming. And that's real wealth. And Grant Cardone talks a lot about that. Um, but, you know, and he says, you know, he has the jets, the cars, all, all, all of this. But it's his passive. It's his cash flow that pays for that from these investments. You know, he didn't have to wake up and work for that. And that's, if I had to wake up and work for that, I wouldn't buy all this stuff. So um, that's really where the wealth creation is. And then I love, you know, investing in the stock market. I, I believe in intrinsic values of companies. But like Warren Buffett says, you know, he wants certain companies, but at the right price. So, uh, you know, I'm always watching. And just when something happens, you know, I bought Tesla. My Tesla stock right now is up about 2000 mm-hmm. percent. And. I bought Tesla stock when Elon Musk got caught smoking weed on a podcast. With Joe Rogan. Yeah, he's smoking weed on a podcast. So the stock price tanked. 
because they're like, oh, he's going to lose his Air Force contract, you know. And I was like, no, he's not. And and by the way, like him smoking weed has nothing to do with the intrinsic value of the company. So when the stock price tanked, I was like, I'm buying. And I knew it was gonna it was gonna bounce back, and it rebounded fast. And now it's up like two thousand percent. My only regret is I didn't buy more. I should have bought as much, you know, even more. So um, that's what I'm looking for. I have a list of companies that I like and I believe in as far as long term growth. And if if I can buy them cheap. And that's my investment strategy. You know, it's it's not anything crazy, you know. Uh, so, and we all know the companies. You know, Google, Apple, you know, Tesla, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, you know, Nike, Coca Cola. You know, all all of these companies that have been around for years and are are going to most likely be around for a long time, but at the right price. You know, if when they're high and they're expensive, you know, I, I'm just waiting for something stupid to happen where the stock price tanks and then I jump in. Yeah. What you said is a great way to do stock investing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole lot of strategies you can do and you can get with these advisors, but at the end of the day, a great way to do that is get you a list of four five, six stocks yeah. that you know, that you love, that you've done a little bit of research on and buy on the dips. So when they get down to a price that you like, you can buy them. And I'm a believer of selling the rips. So if they start to run a little bit way more than they should, Sell some of that off. And then you got all this extra cash. When it dips again, you're going to load up again, buying on dips, selling on rips. But that's a great strategy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm a long-term investor. You know, Warren Buffett says if you're not ready to be married to that company for life, then you shouldn't invest in it. You know, Mm -hmm. and and that's kind of how, you know, I I believe in the same thing. I I don't because I know I'm not going to watch these investments daily. Right. But if I get it at a great price and I can I can hold on to it for the next 20 years, it should triple or quadruple or quintuple in value. And so that's that's really, you know, what I'm looking for. I bought American Airlines when they filed Chapter 13 bankruptcy. And I knew I said there's no way the U.S. government is going to let American Airlines go down. So as long as they make it, because I got it for pennies, pennies on the dollar. And I said, as long as. As long as they don't go under totally, eventually it'll come back. And I made a huge return on that, you know. Um, oh, or are you talking about in the past? On American Airlines, yeah, when they fought Chapter 13. You're talking so, about this pay- was a few years ago. Oh, a few years. Okay, I got you. Was, I don't think they recently fought. It was a few years ago they got in trouble and they fought Chapter 13 to reorganize. I got you. And, you know, and, and it gave them the breather they needed to reorganize. So I knew that. So, you know, that's what I'm looking for when there's just something something happens and I still believe in the company, you know, I'm diving in. When Disney was $70 a share when uh, COVID hit, I knew, like, Disney, like, come on. I bought a bunch of Disney and now it's already almost tripled since May, March. So, yeah, it was $70 a share. Right now it's uh, almost at $180 a share since March. So I knew, I mean, it's Disney, come on. (laughs) So what we're talking about, guys, is, you know, you have your your career, whatever you do to make your money, you know, whether it's business or whether you're a a top agent like like Murad is. But what do you do with the excess cash that you have, the the overflow? Putting that in stocks, putting that in real estate. Lamborghini, baby. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about today. And and that's what we got to do to create that passive income. So, yeah. You're hitting straight. I'm a huge believer you should not spend every single dime you make. And I know we've all been guilty of that, but if you're not putting a dime away for tomorrow, 
for your family, you know, that's just not wise, you know. Yeah, a lot of people got caught with their pants down when they marched. Oh, yeah. So a lot of what we talk about, too, with the guys that we have on the show is so much great inspiration comes from how did you get started, right? And so and so much of who we are today was developed in our youth, right? So you said you were in the military for a long time. Talk about what you did in your youth in the military and the work ethic that that creates into how hard you go at it today. Yeah, for sure. I enlisted in the Marines uh, straight out of high school. You know, I was 17 when I enlisted. So my mom had to sign something to uh, let me even talk to them. And, uh, you know, I didn't have a big college fund waiting for me. So, you know, when they told me I would get money for college and I could go, you know, learn and become, you know, something great, I was I was like, where do I sign up? You know, uh, the, the greatest thing I'm I mean, I'm always grateful for the military because they taught me discipline you know, integrity, honor, commitment, you know, never giving up, you know, when it gets, when times get tough and, it, and the going gets tough, we keep on going, you know, and, and I think that has translated in the business environment uh, immensely for me because it's, it's gave me the discipline to keep going. And there have been, uh, especially when we first got started, there have been months and, and years that it was tough. You know, it's a it's a business. And when you get started in any business, this is why four out of five businesses don't make it uh, the first five years. So, I mean, it was that discipline and that, you know, um, just that dedication to duty that I learned in the Marines that has stuck with me all my life. That's good. So what do the next five years look like for you? I can tell sky's the limit, but what, what do you have? dollar company, baby. Come on now. <laughs> so yeah i mean you know i just look forward to expanding our business t- taking over texas uh for sure and you know getting involved in other businesses i mean again with social media and with everything else going on this can translate to so many different things uh beyond real estate so you know uh, sky's the limit but i look forward into t- taking our brand and our vision worldwide within the next five years. Absolutely. You want to plug your brand? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Murad.Fiki. That's M-O-R-A-D dot F-I-K-I, Murad.Fiki. Just how it's spelled below. Uh, Just put a dot in between Murad.Fiki. Hit me up on Instagram. Let's keep in touch. And uh, my website is HoustonLuxuryRealEstate.com. That is the number one website for luxury homes in Houston, Texas. Nice. A lot of people tell people all the time, like, keep your website simple, man. You know, they're like adding like five, six, seven words in their website, you know, and like the number two or T-O, you know, that's hard to, you know, hard to find. One's going to type that in. Uh, That's great. (laughs) You said one more time. HoustonLuxuryRealEstate.com. And as, as I'm also on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Whatever is your platform of choice, uh, hit me up. Let, let's keep the conversation going. Now, I saw something on Facebook about a reality show in the future. Is that is that something you're looking to do? Or yeah, we, well, I, on my YouTube, I have a, my reality show. It's called Million Dollar Agent, okay. and we have the first two episodes on there. So yeah, you can check that out on YouTube. It's pretty cool. You know, not just real estate. I mean, some fabulous homes, but also you know parties and. 
and socializing and, you know, events. I mean, it's really cool. You got to check it out. And I kept it short and sweet. Each episode is like 15 minutes. So, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And keep it, keep it going. This is inspiring. I'm glad that you're, you know, using all, all the tools available. So many business owners just suffer without using it, you know, and the small tweak it can change everything. So hopefully you guys understand uh, what the power of social media. And if you need inspiration, check out what Murad's doing. You know, it's always nice to see you go live and like, man, like, Hey, Murad's doing it. I got to hit the live button. I got to go live now, man. So you, got put- you man. <laughs> I appreciate that. And, and keep it. And thank you for coming on the show. I know you got a, got a, another meeting to line up. Uh, any parting words uh, for anybody? Um, yeah, the the biggest thing that I could say is, you know, minor tweaks compounded over time yield exponential results. So don't be dismayed by just making minor tweaks. Little bitty tweaks and little bitty changes can can yield compounding results for anybody. And that's in anything. That's in health, wealth, fitness, anything. So, um, you know, don't give up. All right. Thanks. Well, thank you for your time and your inspiration. That's been good. I think you me up on Instagram or Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, or HoustonLuxuryRealEstate.com. <laughs> nice. Thanks, guys. Take thank care. Thank